Blog Talk Radio. Morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime. You can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday and you're back at the grind. And today's episode is going to be enlightening. If it's something that you don't already know, I'm going to remind you and I'm reminding myself that God has the final say. And so with that, let me read the promotional material, as I always do, to lay the foundation. And today I'm going to uh, add the short pitch, which says, the God who knows and sees all is in control of our lives with the intent to accomplish his will through his word and the power of the Holy Spirit. So the promotional material reads, God the Father has written our book of life. His purpose and plan for us unfold each day. Every chapter in our life's earthly journey is penned by him. We can stand on God's word and plug into the power or shrink because of a lack of knowledge or disbelief. We must speak the word of God to change the condition or circumstances in our hearts, mind, and body. Isaiah Chapter 55, verse 11, the New International Version says, So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God's word will do what it says it will do. God has the final say. Well, Today, I want to talk about the practical application of the Word of God. And I know every episode that I've done always includes the Word of God, and it always talks about testimony and who God is, and and there's always practical application. We always want to be doers of the Word, not just hearers of the Word. But I'm learning day by day that God's Word can address and has an answer for every situation, circumstance, and event that goes on in our lives. His Word offers instruction gives hope, heals, delivers, and provides a roadmap to salvation. That's just to name a few. When we read his word, we are reminded of his promises, the call to walk by faith, and to see him for who he is. Hopefully, I'm not making it sound too simple because we all struggle with application. I want it to seem practical, reachable, and doable. Most often, our lack of knowledge or disbelief makes it more difficult than it should be. Today, I want you to be encouraged to believe what you read and apply it to your life. God's Word is powerful, just like the electrical outlets in our homes. 
we have to plug into his power properly. If we want to turn a light on and it's not plugged into that outlet, you've got to plug it in in order to get that power for that light to turn on. This is the connection between knowledge and power. If we know the word, we then experience its power. When we experience its power, we are experiencing God's power. Tapping into the power of God's word, therefore, requires three things that everyone can do, you and I. The first thing is read the word. Reading God's word as a regular part of your day is a good way to just start. If you're not reading regularly, just start reading every day. Each Read the word. Reading the word, excuse me, will come naturally as part of your everyday lifestyle. You continue and do it over and over and over again. Read the Bible in order to know God's will. Reading the Bible does not mean that we have done God's will. I'll let that sit with you for a while. Think about that. Ponder that. Reading the Bible does not mean that we have done God's will. The second thing that we all can do is respond to the word in obedience. Obedience to the word transforms knowledge into power, and power is what creates change. Powerful living is produced by powerful obeying. And the third thing is to spread the word. Sharing the word multiplies that power in the lives of other people. We share the word by example, by teaching others by sharing both our faith and the gospel with non-believers and by serving others as the word directs us. When we share the word, we lead others to know God and enable them to empower others to do the same. Let me tell you about how I've had to apply the word of God and the promises of God to my personal life over these past few months. God's word has been medicine for my life and a family member. No matter what the doctors say, God has the final say. I pray this prayer. I want you to listen to this. Body, I speak the word of faith to you. I demand that organ perform a perfect work, for you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I charge you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the authority of his holy word to be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. So maybe you've picked up that this is about healing. And, you know, we all end up dealing with health issues. And uh So this has been a a very practical application for me and also for a family member who is suffering from what appears to be a, a rare illness. And I am trusting God that uh, we can speak to our bodies and listen to his voice and uh, believe his word and trust his word for our healing and deliverance. So, Let's talk a little bit about a few, just a few, not an exhaustive list of healing scriptures. The first one I want to share with you is in Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 53 and verse 5. This is the New King James Version, and it reads, But he was wounded for our transgressions. 
He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes, by his stripes, we are healed. Not by his stripes, we might be healed, we, healed, we can be healed, we are possibly healed. No, it says, and by his stripes, we are healed. The next passage is in Proverbs, it's chapter 12, verse 18, the New King James Version, and it reads, There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. Our tongue and the words that we speak are powerful. They can work for us or against us. So the tongue of the wise promotes health. The other one I want to read you is uh, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, New King James Version, and it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We can, again, we can speak negativity or positivity. We can speak blessings or we can speak curses. But the death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Fruit, singular, fruit. The other one I want to read you is John, the book of John, chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 1 through 5, and then I'm going to drop down and read chapter, uh, excuse me, verse 14. This is the New International Version. So John 1, verses 1 through 5, and then also we're going to include verse 14. So we're talking about the word. What about the word? What's so significant about the word? Well, listen to what this, these passages say. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 2 says, he was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that, was, that has been made. Verse 4 says, in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Verse 5 says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And then verse 14 says, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. So the word has been here since the beginning. The word, uh, you know, the word spoke, God spoke. The, everything into existence. You know, he spoke the creation. He speaks with authority and things happen. And then it says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Yes, the word. The word is powerful. Proverbs 4, verses 20 through 23, New King James Version reads, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Verse 21 says, do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. And verse 22 says, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. And then for those who uh, have the concern that the Bible was tampered with and translated from different languages and something was missed or something was misconstrued, Those of us who believe in Christ stand firmly on the word. Yes, there were many translations. Yes, it was 
handled and, and, and written by man, but you have to believe that the word is inerrant, meaning that there are no errors in the word. Uh, and, 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 and we have to believe that or else we start second-guessing what we're reading. But in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16, 16 through 17, New International Version, it says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Verse 17 says, So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The word of God, scripture, is God-breathed. We have to trust that what was penned and what was translated was all due to the, the direction of the Holy Spirit and what God wanted us to receive in his word. And then finally, I want to read Isaiah chapter 55 and 11 again, and that's the New King James Version. And it says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what i please and it shall prosper in the thing for which i sent it there's power 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 in the word of god so in conclusion whatever the situation or circumstances speak the power of god's word life and death Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And the word is first in your mouth and then in your heart. Declaring God's word is important to our faith. Giving voice to God's word is a method of calling for things that God has given by promise and are not yet manifest. Declare, decree, and seal your prayers in the mighty word of God in the name of Jesus. And with that, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. God bless you. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks.